I know that you've all been prepared for this, but I thought I'd just remind you just the same. Can you handle that? Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Vincent Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui. We got Carmack in the back. This is Invasion of the Party Snatchers. Let's get to it, motherfuckers. All right, Noel. <laughs> All right, no, so we're back with another serialized version of a 1990s uh, uh, franchise. And the way I know Chucky, had, we talked about Chucky last time, and Chucky, I know, had his birthplace in the 80s, but it really belonged to the 90s in a, the same way, like a, a Scream or something like that. Or, same way Halloween but, belonged to the 80s and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, like, like yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the 70s, um, came, coming into the 80s as well. But like the, what we're talking about is from 1990s is, I know what you did last summer, a kind of a B-list slasher movie from back in the day, something that was spawned on the back at success of Scream like a lot of these things like um, uh, there was Scream on the back of Scream there was like uh, Find uh, find Destination I wouldn't really say because it it's all about death and shit it's slightly different but I know what you did last summer Urban Legend these kind of like B-level Scream slashers you know these B-mimics it's B the, the killer amongst mimics. us you know it's the killer yeah. amongst us that, it was the killer amongst us slasher like Michael Myers wasn't a friend of yours in school no it was more of it was like your past coming back to haunt you well actually and I know what you did last summer that is more accurate isn't it yeah same with Scream because it's all about Sydney's mother you know her yeah. past everybody in Scream is attached to Sydney's past it's all about yeah. the past come back to haunt you you know and like the, I know what you did last summer back in the day was about these kids that were driving home from a party they were kind of drunk they knocked down this dude by accident and um, they ended up pretty much killing him but he wasn't actually dead and then they end up chucking him in the river and they end up actually do killing him and then somebody comes out and seeks revenge dressed as as this dude who was a fisherman had a hook for a hand, I think, and um, or yeah, carried that a was hook. His thing, a me, a me hook, yeah, a handheld me hook, I think, like you know, and all of that. You're like, sounds like a pretty simple premise. Let's reimagine that, let's reenact that, let's recreate that, let's reboot that. Fisherman, friends, all this jazz. And then the creators of the TV series and Amazon were like. Ah, we'll just keep the name. <laughs> yeah, we'll name. yeah. And we'll make sure that the thing they did was last summer. Are you happy? Yeah. yeah, what really bugged me about the sequels to Anochi did last summer is because it's not last summer after the first year. It's that no. summer. It's like, or I know what you Thank did too. You. Yeah, I used to always because it was like, I, I still know, know, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, still know. I still know yeah. what you did last summer. So just call it. It would have I to literally take place in the act, like, literally same year. Up, yeah, same year or even like. Like continue the scene like um, Lord of the Rings style or something. Yeah, <laughs> but like you know, I just that really always bugged me. It's like it should be. I know what you did that summer, and it would have been so much easier to keep calling it that afterwards. I know what you did that uh, yeah. that summer for the rest of them, because it's like yeah, last summer. Like, yeah, that summer remembers that summer. Yeah, it, no, it, sh it should have been. I know what you did last summer. I know what you did that summer. Part three should have been. I still know what you did that summer. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, so it's a simple premise about kids that uh, a group of kids knock down a, a dude in the original and then they cover up the murder. And so this, somebody finds out about the murder a year later, comes to enact revenge. This is quite similar in terms of its premise, except it abandons the fisherman thing. And in its case, it's kind of like this omnipresent killer that we don't really see on screen. And in this case as well, instead of a bunch of kids killing um, some random old dude, um, some stranger to them that they kill uh, a girl called Lennon 
who, who gets knocked down by her own sister. What's her sister's name? Oh, God, well, you have to um, understand as well that there's one twin taking the other twin's identity, which was shoehorned in there. So was it Lennon that was killed? Yeah, Lennon was, was killed. But what was it? The, 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 so Lennon was killed by Ash. Is it Ashley? So, but like, so very much. Lenin gets killed by um her her kind of deadbeat daughter in air quotes the the no hope or whatever. And Lenin was this. She was going to college in uh, Michigan. She was an A student. She was a socialite. The exact opposite of her identical twin sister. And uh, can you just find out her name? But like, uh, the exact opposite of her identical twin sister. But so the identical twin kills Lenin. Madison is is Iceman. Is her name? name. She plays Alison and Lennon. Alison, sorry, yeah. So I was close. Yeah. I said Ashley. So, so who, like, which one is? See, whoever, which one gets run over? It's Lennon that gets run yeah, over. Yeah. So pretty much, what happens is Lennon and Ash, uh, Alison have a fight. Alison leaves, taking uh, Lennon's jacket. Uh, Lennon's friends all leave the party, get into a jeep with Alison, who is dressed as Lennon, because Lennon is pretty <sighs> much dressed identically for it's the already party. So fucking stupid. <laughs> so convoluted. Um. But like, uh, so then what happens is Ashling drives the friends out. They accidentally kill someone. They realize that it's her identical twin, Lennon. They're thinking, they think she's Lennon. So she assumes the identity of her identical twin sister. And uh, they think that Alison is actually the one that's died and not Lennon. And then that's where, that's the big secret in this one. But like, I just, like, I just thought about this movie. Interesting premise, a little bit convoluted. Series. Yeah, yeah, but uh, oh, sorry, what they say, movie. Sorry, with this said series, movie, yeah, you know, sorry, and it won't be the last time we do it. Yeah, but um, I just think with this series that I, uh, it's a bit of a convoluted premise, even though it's kind of interesting. But how accepting everyone was that found out the secret wasn't saying the father. He was just like, I'm not going to lose two daughters tonight. You're the yeah. good one now. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> it's like that's not how it works. I you love know? you now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like so. You call like I'm going to pay your room a visit at night now instead of your sister's. Oh. <laughs> that's why the father's such a creep in it to me. Do you remember, like, you know what every one of these things, they always, like, for anything to work, especially when there's a terrible secret that a group of people know, because that's always stressful. Like, a secret yeah. known by a group is not a secret. That's 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 just something that's true in life. What did uh, it say? The only way for three people to keep a secret if two of them are dead. Yeah, actually, that's 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 the exact expression. And mm. uh, But even, like, yeah, the, another one is two people knowing a secret is exactly one, one person too many, you know? Yeah, exactly. But, anyway, but you always have that one person who's tortured. That one person that's you think it is probably going to go to the cops or that one person that you think is going to, like, do themselves in because they can't live with the guilt. Whatever the case may be, it's old hat. But, like, yeah. they really, really went overboard on the tortured soul with Dylan. Oh, they my went, God. Oh, like, I just, every time he got on screen, I remember just thinking, ah, oh, you know what? I was actually enjoying it, and now he's back. Yeah. And I, I couldn't stomach him. One thing I give this that had in spades over Chucky was, even though the cast were inexperienced actors, they were way better at carrying the show than the younger actors were in Chucky. Oh, yeah. Way better. Like, Margot like, was a good, like, fucked up, fucked up kind of, you know, a privileged teen I thought she played the character quite well yeah it looked way better with long hair I just put that out there just put that out there <laughs> relevant relevant yeah. <laughs> I thought she she played no she played it very well she was a complex character her mother was forcing her to kind of be an online presence to be an influencer it showed you the mod like this is a modern story told correctly because it encapsulated all the things that modern life had 
but it didn't really bog, get bogged down in them. So it showed us that uh, the, the daughter, uh, sorry, Margot, suffers from kind of uh, bulimia. She purges and vomits, and trying yeah, to, her she, mother's constantly giving her pressure about her weight, about it's her not appearance, just about her image. It's, it's, it's uh, I don't know what you would call it, but it's when you overeat. Like bulimia is quite often you just eat and you get sick because you don't want to put in the calories, but she goes crazy. She's talking about yeah. this tiny little wave of a thing and she eats like a full fucking birthday cake or something like that. And then she's getting sick all night. So they, 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 yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, the, the life she was told she needed to lead crashing with the life that she wants to lead. And it was just coming to the forefront in kind of like this kind of overzealous kind of way that it quite often does with young people. Yeah. Well, and it's everyone. Sure. But it showed us, like, it gave, gave us kind of an insight into what the modern pressures are for a lot of younger people. Yeah, actually, and like, I thought in it did a good well. way, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. That was the difference between that and Chucky. It didn't feel shoehorned. It didn't feel for, like they were distracting away from anything. It was just part of the story. For you people know? wondering why you keep saying Chucky, the last podcast we actually did was about Chucky, and these two things are def- definitely released around the same time, so we finished them in the same week. And uh, we can't help but to compare one to the other. And everything well, they're very similar so far, in terms. Very of, similar. Yeah, they're very similar in terms of the messaging they're trying to convey, the progressive. And they're both the series stories. based on horror and pre existing horror franchises. Exactly, yeah, of course. But I, I I think like um what it did was it was what I liked about it was that it incorporated modern the modern life a lot better than Chucky in terms of how it just kind of flowed with the story. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel I like bought. They, Yeah. I, I yeah. bought it that these group of, of, of friends were having sex with each other, partying with each other, hating each other, loving each other, the complex relationship between sisters, all that kind they of stuff. They felt like friends. Yeah, they felt like friends in, in the kind of the warts and all aspect that friendship yeah. can be. And maybe Chucky would have benefited with a slightly older cast. And, and by slightly older, we mean slightly older. Like yeah. three years or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just with, You know, especially when you were so young, like the difference between being 18 and being 21 and the difference between being 21 and 24 is, is so much more significant than yeah. being 33 and 36 or something like that. You yeah, know, you keep telling and, yourself that now. I'll keep telling <laughs> and, 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 and that 38 is the new 21. And, and, and yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and other things we tell ourselves. But no, it did. This, this had... These characters, like it was a bit silly. You're one playing her own sister, because as as we know, with with identical twins, more often than not, you're going to have an actor, you know, combing their hair over and playing themselves, you know. Um, yeah. And this did that, but um, well, this made sense to have one actor playing the two roles because Lennon got killed so early in the run. Yes, and it was so easy to do the flashbacks. Yeah, because uh, there was there wasn't actually a terrible lot of scenes where they were interacting with each other. There was six or seven, and they yeah. were short. So yeah, yeah it was, it was that, and that kind of highlighted the fact that they were kind of they'd grown apart in terms of the relationship, uh, or uh, because they didn't really share a lot of scenes together, and that helped in terms of obviously the duplication of the actor, but it actually helped as well because it showed that they'd grown distant um, from each other, and that's why a lot of the times in the flashbacks that they were never really together because they were that they didn't share the same social circle. Because Lennon was more like, I think kind of Dylan was slightly more uh, Alison's friend. And then uh, Lennon, the rest of them were kind of more Lennon's friends, you know, that kind of way, because she yes. fancied Dylan and Dylan kind of fancied her, you know, that kind of unrequited. I know <sighs> it wasn't really unrequited, but you know, that kind of un- unsaid love or never said love or whatever. That will they won't they bullshit like God? Why couldn't he have been the first one to get his brain smashed in? <laughs> Fucking salt licks. That guy oh, had mate. serial killer written all over him. Yeah, we deserved it for what we did. Yeah, you know, 
just such a tortured soul. <laughs> and I can imagine the poor, like, again, like, I, to bring back to a conversation, frankly, we've had too many times and it's my fault, but it's that, is that the script or is that the actor? And I'm definitely going to give the actor Ezekiel Goodman a pass on this one. I just feel like this was direction. No, no, no. Ezekiel, yeah, I need Dylan to be even more tortured. Are you sure? Because yeah. I'm just randomly setting up salt licks out here yeah. and <laughs> cutting myself off some society. Like, you know. And I wasn't like, driving. <laughs> you know, I, I, what, like, was his, what was his name? Ezekiel. So he goes like Ezekiel. No, no, he's Dillian. His real name no, no, is Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Yeah, so the, the, no, the director was probably like, Ezekiel, go find some shade. I need you to brood hard. Hard. <laughs> I need some hard broodage right now, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're tortured from this, right? And I want you to convey it in darkness, and I want yeah. you to hide from the light because you're hiding from your shame. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine yeah. if Bruce Wayne just never decided to do the Batman thing. Imagine if he just kind of sat in it. <laughs> you know? like that, 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 that's what I want you to bring a Batmanless, moneyless fucking Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, um, but it, he gets a pass again I'm not trying to shit on Ezekiel Goodman the actor he's actually a very competent very believable actor it was just yeah. we get it we yeah. get it yeah one thing I liked about it was that it, um, because the killer was kind of unseen that when they focused on the relationships between the people that it was compelling enough to carry the story forward even though yeah, I don't really like the fact that the killer was unseen because you need to see, like, because I know it's like it's a who done it, but just like, con, like, you just uh, conceal their face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, I so I just think the fact they didn't that- give us breadcrumbs um, for who the killer was. Like I yeah. actually, I'll admit, I didn't know who the killer was when the reveal came around. Like, I, I like I flirted with the idea of uh, that that was the killer, Marble. but I flirted with the idea that everyone was. Yeah, you know, I mean, I flirted with the idea, so I'm not going to sit here and claim that I actually did. No, I simply didn't. Uh, but the reason that you didn't see the killer is that it was Margot and and her, who was a very absolutely tiny woman, and the bodyguard Kyle um, was the one that was doing all of the heavy lifting. So we were looking at one person to be the killer. Yeah, but and the that, thing is, if you that see was the dude, red herring. Yeah, but even if you see the the big dude, you're going to like write off Margot straight away. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know and, he, I mean? and he was such a non-character. Like he shows up and he kind of goes, "Your mother wants you," and she goes, yeah. oh, "Okay, Kyle, I'm coming." And that would be the last we see of Kyle for like two episodes or something. <laughs> like that. Like he, you know what I mean? Like he wasn't. Yeah. He was just like he was background actor. He was like somebody who was eating in the father's cafe or something. He was literally nothing. Like he was just yeah. making up the numbers. So, but at the same time, we knew Margot couldn't. She couldn't hook a slushy machine up to a man's <laughs> mouth. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. she, she, she weighed like seventy-two pounds. Like. <laughs> yeah, she was like pure steak, wasn't she? She was a tiny, tiny girl. Yeah. Like even by even, yeah, it's just just a very, very petite woman. So you knew that she wouldn't have the physical capability of that. Uh, I have to say though, when she was revealed to be the killer, I it wasn't a huge leap for her to be that fucked up. Yeah, like it wasn't such a just huge leap that I, yeah, that I, I just found myself going, oh no, no, that's impossible, or oh really, the person who's been absolutely lovely this entire time, and now we're just going to realize that they've been. Sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes they just overreach. It's like Stu yeah. when he turned out to be the, the kill, one of the two killers in Scream. Yeah. He was just he was a quirky, fun type of messed up, and yeah. it wasn't that. It didn't feel like a complete disassociation from the story to find out that he's that kind of fucked up. It, yeah, it worked. Like Mickey uh, in Scream Tree. Like Mickey in Scream Tree. That's an actually yeah. it's a really good example as well. The 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 the, 
it's just the overt kind of how much he was obsessed with the film world and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it was it wasn't too much of a departure. So I think they got that right. I think yeah. you I'm gonna use your analogy and just say it was very one tree hill. Yeah. Like and there was, was so much dynamics going on between because Margot is I don't know if she's gay or she's bisexual, but she had a thing. She's very Alex obsessive, and, I think. She's very obsessive. They made that earlier, right? I don't think that. I, yeah, I don't think it mattered if it was a dude or a girl to her. I think once you became the object of her obsession, that she just. I think that's spawn actually. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just that kind of case, like you know, like and, and that's one thing I liked about it. Like it didn't go. Well, she, she oh, Margot's gender fluid. Margot's this. Margot's that. It just Margot's Margot. She's just an obsessive and person. And yeah, it wasn't a civics lesson. Nobody yeah. cared. Nobody yeah. cared about who was fucking who. Yeah, exactly. I mean? like, it's like, oh, she's banging Lennon out. I don't care. I just don't. I, I'm, I'm actually interested in the obsessiveness she seems to have with this girl. Yes. Her character Her yeah. character had more than one dimension. And again, we were again, it goes back to our Chucky conversation the other day. And that yeah. was that it was a civics lesson. Because, yeah. you know, it was about being a young gay man and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, there's that. that's that's a great hook if you want to tell a story. But tell it in a story about that. Tell it yeah. in a story about a life in the teenager. Or, tell you know, me a Chucky day. story with that being a part of it. Don't tell me a civics lesson with Chucky being D- a part of it. Don't, exactly. You know what? That is fair. No matter who yeah. comes for you. Candy man. Uh, no matter who disagrees with you or who has a yeah. pop at you saying that you're being insensitive or, or anything like that. No, I think that, uh, No, but I think that point you just made that yeah. don't give me a, a bit of Chucky in a civics lesson is yeah. a fair thing to ask from a Chucky. And exactly. I asked, I, 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 it is. And I think, and I know what you did last summer, I think it, it, it threaded the needle better. Better, but yeah. But when it, better, certainly better. No doubt yeah. about that, 100%. 100%. But it did get bogged down in it as well. Like it oh, did suffer like massive especially in the, the Especially the last, uh, in the kind of the middle episodes, kind of lagged a bit. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I was saying to you, I, I started this a good bit before. You you, you kind of waited till they were pretty much all out and then you just oh, kind of blasted well, When it all it. came out, yeah. I yeah, you blasted through So I, I, I watched the first half of it, then I didn't see it for a week or two and then I finished it up. But I was saying to you that Johnny was the name of the first of the first character to get killed. Yeah. And uh, he's, I can't even before, remember it fully. The guy now. that was uh, dating his coach. Yeah, the guy he was dating, his coach, that was it, yeah. And he gets his, something dropped on him from a height. He gets his brains bashed in or something. It was, I can't remember the exact, um, the exact. No, he gets thrown, he, pretty much what happens is a weight gets thrown on the coach's head or something. And then he gets He goes upstairs and he gets thrown through the banisters. Yeah. And then something dropped on his skull and it's brutal. Mm. Like it's legitimately brutal. It's, 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 it's worse than any of the deaths that we've seen in the films. Like it, like it was just for the absolute horrificness of a way that it, that, that would actually be to die. Yeah. Uh, and I said, okay, I'm in. I remember just yeah. thinking like it was losing me in the first mm. even 20, 30 minutes and then it did that and it went, nice, okay. Yeah, okay. that's what I liked about it. It was like, it was like even though it did at times get bogged down in the One Tree Hill thing and it's the same thing that the Chucky, what Chucky did do well was when it gave me kills, it gave me gruesome kills. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and Chucky did do that. Through well, a window, mentioned. loads yeah. of people in a theatre getting stabbed from underneath their seats. It, it did have those moments undeniably. Yeah, real viscera, you yeah. know. Like and that like so two of the more successful in in terms of that, but like one thing Chucky did that what uh, I know what you did last summer did not do, and Chucky held on to obviously the original design of the doll itself. Brought yes, back to Brad uh, Brad Durf Chucky is a the, continuation. I know what you did last yeah. summer is a revamp, a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what did you make of the kind of uh, the no fisherman, like the no me the no me hook, the a total abandonment, considering. 
uh, I know what you did last summer, the TV series, takes place completely within Hawaii, which, surprise, surprise, is an island. Surprise, surprise again. Massive fishermen population. Massive there. fishing industry. Yeah. It's like, know, it would be, I'm not, I don't have the numbers, but I'd imagine it's a fairly, like, for one industry, it's probably a significant yeah. number. Exactly, yeah. So uh, Yeah, but yeah, like, I thought, I don't know. I, you know what? Although, I, to answer your question, I have to jump to the very, very, very end where yeah. we see that Riley, who has had her hand cut off and she's been covered in honey and all this kind of shit, that she's alive because... Yeah. Because that's how that would work. What's um, all the honey all about? Just side note. Like, I, you can finish your point I first. I don't know. Like, I think it's almost like a, a nature's epoxy. I think they were trying to, you know, it would reserve the preserve the body. Because, you know, they had the, when when uh, Alison's body finally floated out of the cave a year later, she was in fairly good nick for a year. Because <laughs> they had um, preserved her in honey. Preserved her. So Riley opens her eyes. But Riley is after getting her hand cut off. So I think in the second season, we're going to get her... As a hook killer, I think. I'm Riley was my that. favorite character. But Riley was a cool character because the complexity. Yeah. Her mother was the comic relief, but it was a comic relief done interestingly because her mother was a shitty person. Yeah, shitty and person. Comic- and I love the way she was trying to like she uh, really tried to make up for the guilt she felt for being such a shitty mother when she was looking for Riley. Yes, like that that part of the story is very interesting. I thought that part of the story it. was actually done really well. Kind of like even uh, a, Gone Girl, or not Gone Girl, but is it the one with Casey Affleck? Yeah, is it, no, it's that's uh, not Gone Girl. Uh, that's one. Um, what's the other one? Um, the one where his kid goes missing and the really shitty parents and they feel like so bad for about it because you're personifying your guilt of being a shitty parent um, and the neglect, you know that kind of way. And yeah, I, it's it's I, in I, it's in your it's in your face then that you've gone, baby, gone, gone, baby, gone. Yeah, so like I just kind of that those moments, even though obviously not as good as Gone Baby Gone's world class movie, but like just those moments for that and Riley's relationship with her mother I thought that was actually quite interesting part of the story and yeah. I thought Riley was probably the best character she has some great world. lines because you know even when your mum's like you know her, my, I can't I can't not I can't lose my daughter and Alison and Lennon's father was like yeah I know it's the absolute worst and she, instead of like like saying oh what a relatable moment she goes at least you had a spare one yeah. Like, that's a good <laughs> fucking line yeah, that's, a that's just a good line, line like, you yeah. know? and then she dies in a I don't know if I loved it or hated it but then she goes you know she finds this I, I wouldn't have killed her I wouldn't have killed her either but no, like, very I mean, strong actor very strong character a very strong actor very strong character yeah uh, but she dies in kind of a again a dark home alone a saw kind of way yeah uh, which out, outside which you don't really normally in the middle of the day which you don't see all too often I, I, there's like she touches a device that's in front of a goat and all of a sudden you hear like wire and she gets caught in the noose and she gets hung by from a digger yeah uh, do you remember that it was very oh like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah actually I do yeah actually do yeah she, she pretty much gets lynched yeah, yeah, she does, yeah. and it's 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 a, and it's a pretty horrible death again. But this is the thing; it wasn't afraid. It didn't shy away. It didn't shy away from the viscera and gore that you kind of want from a slasher. Yeah, and like the horror that is your horror aspect. Everything else is storytelling, but this is your horror aspect, and it yeah. did a good job of that. I think it did. I think actually, it'd be a very. I think it's a very easy fifty even-handed film where I could definitely shake its hand and slap it at the same time. Yeah, uh, well, I think that that's the case with a lot of these kind of B-grade nineteen slasher movies when they were in the original iterations. Anyway, that a lot of them more they had interesting moments, but the stories were often quite weak, you know. And that's why you never had like the same successful franchise never became as iconic as a Scream, 
and you know, you know, like uh, I know she did last summer, even though I think it spawned three movies altogether. That it never it came iconic as like a ghost face, like the fisherman no. from I know she did last summer is not like it's not even in the same league, you know. And I think that's no. the problem because you, you need to have a strong the story, story. didn't lend itself to like more and more and more killers because the copycat scream lent itself to copycat, especially in the clout yeah. chasing world that we live in. Yeah, it, it, it was like the first iteration of clout chasing for in horror movies for me. For screen, screen was for screen, yeah. Um, yeah. You know they want, yeah, they want to be famous, and then you know, on screen four, your one was actually doing it. For Emma Roberts's character was doing it for literally social media and stuff like that. But uh, I know what you did last summer was a proper revenge tale. Yeah, and once you take out that killer, you you have to really expand the story in kind of silly ways. So I get, I get that why it failed, and why it was a very strong first entry, and why yeah. it kind of waded off after that. I think what people are forgetting that like the, some of the best slashers of all time are just very lean stories. Yes. Very lean. Like you don't need to get bogged down in character development and all this shit. You really don't. You just need suspense. You need scares and you need a, a like a fucking um, captivating killer. You need someone that's going to scare you every time they're on screen. And like uh, there are just three elements that are very easy to make up some of the best slashers. You don't really need a shit ton of character development. And maybe slashers really don't lend themselves correctly to TV series in a lot of ways because mm. even though we get increased kills like well I say that but like not really 90 minutes you can see a lot of kills in a slasher movie but yes. like and kills aren't even that important oh, well if you're going to put like a per capita per hundred thousand heads like we do yeah. you have to films or to series you'd have to put it to a per minute in yeah. 90 minutes we got six and yeah. in two in 150 minutes we got 20 I yeah. so, which is more yeah exactly exactly Like so I just think that like slasher movies because the nature of them in themselves lean themselves to very lean storytelling that I think when you have um, like I think superheroes because there's such an expansion of certain characters that they lend themselves very well to a longer format of storytelling because they initiate they originate from comic books so yeah. um, so TV series suits them well but with slashers, they originated from a 90-minute uh, storytelling format. And like, so to expand them to seven 40-minute episodes is you're going to get a lot of uh, chaff amongst the wheat. And I think that's where these slasher TV series aren't as impactful as the slasher movies. Because with a slasher movie, it's supposed to be danger, 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 climax. And like, and it's such a high pace uh, genre. And like, even if you have sus- something suspenseful as Halloween, it feels very high paced because it's such a short movie that the kills come quick and fast, quick and fast, quick and fast, giving them beats. And when you have a forty-minute TV episode, you might have two kills per episode. Two kills will take up maybe seven to ten minutes of screen time. You've got thirty minutes of One Tree Hill. Yeah, and there was yeah. a lot of One Tree Hill. And you so have that Dylan doesn't seven, talk to us anymore. Like exactly, you know? you know. So and you have that seven times. So that's the problem. Or you might have it nine times or ten times. So I think that's slasher movies. I think are better as movies, better as ninety-minute movies, because the threat is always so inherently there. It's around every corner, around every bend. Michael Myers is all ninety minutes. You know, from the progression of the origin story of him breaking from the mental institute, the grounding and development of Laurie Strode as a character, and then the the fact that they come in contact and Michael Myers picks up her and her friends as the targets, and then after that, it's kill, 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 and it feels that way, even though there's only three or four deaths. Because it's such a short movie after that. Because yeah. you've like an hour. Because you have half an hour of character building and in the hour of babysitting and the murders. And it just but even though there's only three or four kills, it feels like you're getting killed someone's getting killed all the time because it's so condensed. 
there's no wasted minutes it's not bogged down exactly that's the thing no wasted resources and that's all the world class slashers are lean and they're fast and even if they're slow paced it seems faster because it's only a 90 minute movie so so I just think in terms of slashers being exported from movie format to TV format may not be successful that's why the Scream TV series didn't hit as the same way as the Scream movies Um, and that's why Chucky didn't hit in the same way as the Child's Play movies the originals that's why I know what you did last summer the TV series hasn't hit in the same way as the original because the threat does not seem so inherently there is it because 80% of the time they're in complete safety yeah you know what I mean there was literally like cookouts and there was like yeah. town meetings and they I don't need to see the Dawson's houses. Creek you know I don't yeah, need to see the Dawson's Creek they slept in each other's houses and there was sexual politics you know yeah. because who who will and won't and I'm like your friend just got his brains bashed in now Riley's gone missing she's been stabbed and having her hand cut off and, and she's crawling to her death and, and it was just like and somehow somehow they kept going back to the, the, the these insular dynamics and yeah was, yeah it just just fuck off man you know the thing and, you is know, it, it could have been like you said wasted resources it could have been yeah. four episodes could yeah it really could have very very good episodes very good episodes and you could have portrayed all those things have more than an hour long each you still have a four hour long horror movie which is fucking almost unheard of like so you literally you can convey Margot's obsession you can convey her relationship with Lennon you can convey like Dylan uh, and Alison and their relationship and all these things uh, Riley and Dylan's relationship uh, the, her going missing her relationship with her mother all of that could have been done in four episodes no chaff whatsoever and we would be saying geez that I know what you did last summer miniseries was incredible it was so yeah. tight it gave me four hours of non-stop kills it was like it gave me character development and slasher heaven like you know and I just think like you could have done that where you like you could had each episode nearly almost be standalone so you tell me about Margot's relationship here and you need uh, you could even go okay two characters we're going to develop them here this relationship here this relationship here and then we lead into the climax and yeah. like you know and that's the ethos of a 90 minute movie where you develop the main relationships bit by bit and then you give me the climax whilst kills yeah. are going on in the background and like you can do that as you said in four episodes you don't need seven eight nine ten not for a slasher no. you know Maybe for like a sprawling science fiction movie or for something like this, like you know, like an alien. Alien lends itself well to seven or eight episodes. Yeah, because yeah, you can... of course, it's it's a high end concept. It's a, an yeah. evolutionary question. It's a, somebody been put down the pecking order of the food chain. Blah blah blah. Yeah, of course, like you said though, the lean comment. It's it's a very fair thing because we're not talking about something that is just this huge dynamic it's a killer on the loose yeah the thing is what it is do you remember what we talked about before in nightmare and emstreet once upon a time we uh talked about the remake and the difference with the original was when there was lulls in the story you felt them and the original you didn't because nancy herself was a compelling character and they built frantic and stuff and she was yeah and yeah. they built, they built, and I think it was Natasha Henstridge or someone played her. But like, they, it, it was in between Freddie killing people in their dreams. Uh, she held the story together well, and they kept those scenes short. But yeah, at the same time, they were constantly developing her as a character. And there's no, there's no, like, there's no real lulls in between the kills because it's only ten or fifteen minute snippets. Just develop her a little bit, next kill. Develop her a little bit, next kill, mm-hmm. and then it runs through to the climax. But if you have fucking seven or eight episodes, it's like develop, develop, develop. One kill per episode, two kills per yeah. episode, and it just gets bogged down, and you feel those lulls. And with slashers, I think it needs to be high paced in its concept in terms of its duration. And even if it's a suspense thriller uh, slasher, if it's a high paced slasher, torture porn slasher, all these things, the kills need to come quickly and frequently and the character development 
has to play second fiddle to that. I think in the yeah, good people need to people need to not relax. Like this, people actually relaxed. Yeah, and then I relax. Yeah, that's exactly. Not you, that's, I, I, I like that, dude. I, you know, that's why I. That's why I watch South Park. It's why I watch Rick and Morty. It's why I watch any comedy. I like to just sit out and relax. But when I watch horror, it's something else that I'm looking for. And honest to God, they actually relax. And yeah. that's so frustrating. Because all so, you do is... And I watched like this before you did, I know. But I, I watched the first few episodes when they came out. And that, and then we watched, like, I'd say... I'm going to say three or four. four. I'm going to say four. Yeah. And then we... Then uh, Sheila said, I, I just, you know... I, that's enough for me tonight. Just, I just want to watch something else. And it's fair enough. That'll happen even with great shows. Yeah. Um, but we just didn't go back for a while. Yeah. It was like, as much I was enjoying it, but at the same time, I was just, at that point, I was just like fatigued with the fucking, the, the one yeah. the aspect of it. That's the and problem. I went back and I enjoyed it, but then yeah. I, I needed to take a break from it because I yeah. was so fucking fed up with the one tree hill aspect of it. Yeah, no, I was the same way too. Like, I, I think we watched a couple of episodes, we'd take a break, day's break. We'd watch a couple of episodes, take a day's break yeah. because I wanted to get through it. Um, because I like slashers. Um, yeah. it's something I grew up on watching, like you know, um, bad parenting. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> no, I, <clears throat> um, I love slashers and I love good slashers. And I just think of all the subgenres that are attached to the horror genre itself, the slashers maybe don't lend themselves as well to a TV format yeah. because lean, no lulls, high f- pace, frantic killing constant killing frequent mini killing series, man. yeah mini series yeah like as in that it's not going to try and wrap itself up for a second series i'm talking yeah. four episodes and we're done that yeah, it would you, lend itself to that per- perfection and you can leave and you can leave it open like you, and the thing is like if you have a lean story you can just leave a lot of room for next season like you know yeah especially if you're basing something around revenge because revenge can be passed around now like you know the guy seeking revenge has been killed in some sort of you know, huge thing, but the person who got fucked over during the telling of the story, now it's the continuation of their story. You you, you can have it both ways, but it yeah. it, it just lended itself to too much downtime, way yeah. too much downtime. That's the, uh-huh. that's my biggest critique, and it loses like if it's a five star show, it loses two full stars just based on that. That's how strongly yeah. I. That's what I'm saying. It. You felt the lulls massively, and that's massively. The, yeah, and that's the problem with slasher series, I think. But no, before we get the fuck out of here, what did you make of the climax and? Uh, Alison, who is now fully pretending to be Lenin, uh, Margot knows she's Alison. Uh, Margot stabs her, yet she turns around and blames Dylan and turns yeah, Dylan into the her, police. Told, yes, yeah. Um, I, I, well, we found out that she intentionally ran over her sister, so she turns out she's a bit of a psychopath as well. Yeah, yeah. So she hated think, her sister, so exactly. jealous of her. So now I think I thought I thought it was clever in the sense that I think it's 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 lended it's turned um, protagonists into antagonists. Yeah, and it then it's opened up to a second season. Now I thought that was actually well done, and also I pride myself like we all do. We're all little like detectives. You think you think you're such a smart ass because you yeah, but you know you followed the breadcrumbs. But I, I didn't. It, just, it was just the fact that Margot was so da- It's the fact that we were we spent so much time with her. Yeah, and she looked scared in certain scenes and stuff. And I thought she couldn't be good actor. And uh, but I thought that, and especially it was just obviously somebody very physically capable like uh, but so again I just didn't put together that she's rich that she has yeah. somebody and she's gorgeous and she probably has somebody who's either obsessed with her or works for her both um, so yeah it got me in that sense I liked I liked the climax I actually did I have to say it, it lulled but um, when I didn't get it I always have to give credit I always yeah. have to tip my cap um, but um Again, I, I, I'm looking forward to a second season, but I'm not exactly going to be... I haven't got some Chomping sort of at the bit. Chomping at the bit. It comes when yeah. it comes. What about you? 
Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I like the 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 uh, Margot as the killer was interesting. I like the fact that Alison um and who's pretending to be Lennon um picked her instead of Dylan because she understands that she's nearly as every bit as obsessive as her. You know, they're very similar. Yeah. You know, and they've kind of fallen in love. It threw up this weird obsession with each other because Le- uh, Alison always felt overlooked for her sister. And even though Margot and her sister had this relationship, her and Margot developed this their own kind of version of that relationship throughout the series. And I love the way, even though Margot killed her, or sorry, tried to kill her and stabbed her, she was like, she loves me so much that she was willing to kill me so no one else could have me. Yeah. That's something I've never had before. And I thought that was a very interesting thing. And yeah. um, and I think uh, something to you to pick up on something you just mentioned was the protagonist becoming the antagonist for season two is yeah. very rarely done. And I like that. And I think and Riley, it's very rarely done well. Yeah, so exactly. So they do it well, I thought. Yeah, yeah. And I think Riley will become the antag- uh, the protagonist of the new mo- uh, the new season and trying to clear Dylan's name and get out. And I don't know what the longevity is going to be with this story because they're running out of characters because they killed off so many of the main characters. I would have kept Riley's mother around, definitely, um, because I thought she was an interesting character and I liked her dynamic. So I would have kept her around a bit. I will, I'm gonna. It's interesting to see how, what Riley does um, in terms of when she finds out her mother's dead and like, does she know who cut her arm off and does she know who attacked her? All these things. What, what does Riley know? How much? Yeah. That's going to be very, very interesting. So I think it, it's uh, opened up a lot of nice questions at the end. Even though it was very messy at times, I think maybe it could come back with a five episode run in season two. I think it'd be perfect. You know, I think it'd be a much better show. Yeah, again, just to go back to what you said, leaner. Simple yeah, stuff. leaner. Yeah, so we get the fuck out of here. That was a. Uh, fuck out of yeah. here. Yes, get the fuck All right, cool, motherfuckers. Right, I'm your host, Vince Green. I'm your host, Noel John Tui, and I did yeah. very little last summer. <laughs> we got Karen Mack in the back, and that was I Know What You Did Last Summer. Check it out on Amazon or wherever the fuck you find it. And um, so we'll see you next time, folks. Peace. Peace.